Mikey, Charlie and Les Dowd are the hosts of Don't Worry, We Got You. The show that has you covered. Entertainment. Gaming. Music. Sports. Politics. And news in general for the GTA. Subscribe to our podcast at anchor.fm slash mind, way, down. And follow us on Instagram at mind, way, down. Debbie, tell them we're a little busy. Tell them what? Just execute the hiatus script. Execute hiatus script? Executing. Hi, I'm Debbie, the promo bot. Mikey, Charlie and Les Dowd are on a short hiatus while making upgrades to the podcast, but don't worry, I got you. The Canadian election is approaching so I will search, Canadian politics. Playing results. Our next topic has a lot to do with numbers in a sense. Many numbers? Many, many, like volumes of numbers. I'm talking about like national numbers. Talking about national numbers. And national. I, I really hope you listening to me will be a part of this number because we're talking about the Canadian general election. Yes. Um, government was broken yesterday. Trudeau yeah, is called. Why, why did they say that? Is it dissolved. This dissolved, sounds so terrible. Dissolved like, the government. Where did everybody go to I dissolve? Like, well, it's like, it's like, oh my God, it's on now. You know, it, government's been dissolved. <laughs> I don't know. It's crazy. But they make it sound like. <laughs> It makes it sound like Infinity Wars or something. Yeah. Like, what? Well, that's, I'm like, that's where'd what, everybody go? It's, it's a rush to the top now. Basically, everyone just lost their jobs. A lot of people now are like, uh, how do I keep my job in office? Yeah. Um, Canada goes to the polls October 21st. Yes. There's obvious ways to before, but it's way more fun to vote on voting day. I'm just going to say it and throw it out. <laughs> um, Mikey's got a list of all the parties that you can vote for in the election. And there are some interesting ones. So... You say a name, and if something comes to mind for me, I'm just going to blurt out the first thing I think. That's not, like, regular. That's not regular? Because there's some non-regular parties in there. That is true. So, (laughs) of the registered official parties, these are it. The Animal Protection Party of Canada. Right? PETA? Kind of, I guess. I guess. The PETA reps? People who like dogs? Yeah. You know, the people that walk dogs in the park? I don't know. Yeah. I guess. Uh, Bloc Quebecois. Well, we know these guys. The Bloc. Christian Heritage Party of Canada. What? Yeah. Okay. It's a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. I didn't know that was a thing. The Communist Party of Canada. I knew that was a thing. Conservative Party of Canada. Obviously, we know mm-hmm. those guys. Green Party of Canada. We know them. Liberal Party of Canada. Yes. The Libertarian Party of Canada. Oh. Stretch the name out a bit. Whole new party. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. It's a whole new party. <laughs> Marijuana party. Now I'm skeptical of these yes. guys. Yes, you got a very. Good any, one. I'm not. I'm not really a a cannabis guy like it's, that. It's legal now, Mike. I know. I know it's legal. I, I'm not saying yeah. I've never never done anything, but I'm just saying I'm not really. I know. I'm just. I can't parade like I'm one of those. You know, I, I'm not one of them. Yeah, but you can be, Mikey. You can I, be. I could be. I'm just saying I'm not at that level, right? Okay. That's fair. That's fair. But I'm skeptical because I know I know a lot of people who are very much into cannabis culture. And the fact that they, these guys call themselves a marijuana party, very suspect because most of the people in that culture do not like that word. So I'm very suspicious of this party, this marijuana party that they call it. Should have called yourselves the cannabis party. Exactly. And it kind of sounds like Canada. Right? That would have been missed, Ah, You guys missed it. Yep, right? missed the boat. Continuing on, we have the Marxist-Leninist Party of Canada. What? The Marxist-Leninist Party of Canada. Okay. It's a thing. I, all right. The National Citizens Alliance of Canada. It's a good name. 
the new Democratic Party, obviously known as the NDP. The NDP. The Parti Rhinoceros Party. I don't even know if I said that right, but... Rhinoceros? Pretty much. The People's Party of Canada. People. And the Progressive Canadian Party. So those are the registered political parties. Right. Okay. So... As the election comes up, we're going to follow it, obviously, and, and you know, tell you guys good tips and information you need to know to get yes. out and vote. Make sure you get yourself, make sure you are registered. Yep. Um, you can check elections.ca to, you know, find out if you're registered, where you need to vote, uh, you know, if you need to take time off of work, which is a legal right of yours. And then you get two to hours to go vote. Yes. On so make sure you know your rights. That's basically what we're saying. Number one. Make sure you vote. Again, in future episodes, we're going to give you more information with regards to that. But if you want to be diligent, elections.ca has a lot of information for you. Also, I think you have a couple of programs that these uh, people can tune into as well. Yes. Well, first of all, there was a lot of parties that are registered parties. We were only focusing on five, maybe six the liberals yeah, let's be party. realistic yeah like, let's let's like come let's on let's be realistic so let's we're already gonna knock 10 parties out of this thing and that's unfortunate but here we are okay um obviously the incumbents the liberals and prime minister justin trudeau the conservatives led by andrew Scheer, the ndp led by jagmeet singh the green party led by elizabeth may and the people's party of canada led by maxime bernier which i have no idea if they're gonna do good but i just love the name maxime and i kind of see them do good so that's right <laughs> oh um and another point my first recommendation of this episode and we will recommend certain things that you kind of have to watch hassan minaj has a show called patriot act on yes. netflix season three episode four is about canada and he actually canada. interviews justin trudeau i don't know he why. accepted that interview? yeah i don't know why he would agree to go on that show I think he was trying to earn some brownie points. But man, was it a roast. So you're saying it didn't work out. Oh my Lord, it's a must watch. <laughs> it's incredible. He like randomly brings up the worst things that um, Trudeau's done. Mm-hmm. None of the good things, by the way. Well, and why would Trudeau, he? And just makes Trudeau own up to every I've, step. Has Trudeau actually seen this show? Like, I, I don't know, man. It I was a 30 he... minute strong defense by him. And the things that you know they have the home court, they had the right to edit whatever they wanted. Of course. So why would he go on that show? I don't know why he did it. It was it was insane. But I guess you get the time because right? all Canadians are going to watch this episode. So you get the TV time. But yeah. man, what a roast. Definitely a must watch. That is my first recommendation, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have any more? Power in Politics, CBC, has you covered for the election their Twitter account is fantastic. You go on there, you can get everything that you want. I strongly suggest you follow it to get your details up for uh, the election. Also, you can check out Elections Canada on Parkdale Radio. They're going to cover the election in depth as well. So that would be a great place to go and uh, see different opinions and stuff. On, um, I think they predict who to vote for, though. And we're not going to do that, are we, Mikey? Uh, no, not we're right We're not, not going to tell you what to do. We're going to get back into the Canadian politics Let's arena do our because, politics check-in. of course, the uh, the election is coming up yep. October 20th. 20th. The debates are coming up October 7th and 10th. And who do we have debating? We have six leaders have been chosen to debate. Prime Minister, I guess incumbent, Justin Trudeau, Liberal leader. Conservative leader, Andrew Scheer. NDP leader, Jagmeet Singh. Green leader, Elizabeth May. Bloc Quebecois leader, Yves-Francois Blanchet. And the 
People's Party of Canada leader Maxime Bernier. Now, Maxime Bernier had had some strings pulled to get included. Yeah, so so I heard. Right. Um, and not everybody's happy about it. Well, there's a bunch of other parties. The the weed party, the was it marijuana party? The Why don't they get it? Party. Why can't they go on a debate? And he gets the debate. Hey, I understand. That's not fair. Well, how many people do you want? Do you want twenty people in this debate? I, you know what? If, that, if that's what happens, that's what happens. And how long is this debate going to last if you have 20 know. people in this <laughs> debate? Six, I feel like it's too much. Do you want to be in the debate? Yes. Can I be in the debate? <laughs> what would you even talk what about? What would our party be called? Let's start with that. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, we got you, Party of Canada. <laughs> I think that would be great. We got you. Um, that's our slogan. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so we said we'd break down, you know, one of the issues that are going to be obviously talked about in the debate. And mm-hmm. we chose this week to break down... The carbon tax. Mm-hmm. It obviously it comes in two forms. It uh, increases the cost of fossil fuels and, and gas by percentage based on usage. Um, so it was implemented where provinces themselves, and if they didn't, then the federal tax system would take over and imply. So the rest of the provinces did figure it out on their own, but the ones that went under the federal tax is Ontario, New Brunswick, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan. Yeah, and yeah. who... Who runs those? Like, what parties are in charge over there in those mm-hmm. ones? I'm not going to say anything. Just, I'm just saying. Just, 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 but, a, just a conservative look. So the, so the whole point of the carbon tax, it's supposed to try to cut our carbon footprint and help the climate change that's going on around the world. Uh, right. I, I believe it's like an international thing. Like, most, most countries are participating are in right. some way or another, not necessarily tax but they and, have their different methods and not necessarily succeeding but we'll just continue we'll yes. go on there here's my beef yeah here's my beef i'm going to the gas station i'm going to pay more for my gas okay if i pay more for my gas the people that are bringing me my food deliveries um amazon everyone else they're also paying more for their gas correct well if their gas goes up by whatever five cents four cents per liter whatever that gets passed on to the consumer so mm-hmm. now everything's more expensive. Your gas, first of all, but then the groceries you buy, the entertainment that you seek, all that stuff becomes more expensive because everything is eventually transported somewhere, right? Right. What happens with all that money? That's a good question. It's supposed to be invested back into trying to help out the environment and whatnot. But as with a lot of things, we don't get to actually see right where the money goes. Right now, they give it back to us in our taxes. Which doesn't make any sense. You're going to tax me on something and then I claim it back when I'm doing my tax and I get the rebate back for the same thing I just gave you. Where does carbon emissions get assisted in any way in that point? And then on top of that, Canada is missing their fossil fuel projections. Yes, they are. By so, a bit. I mean, the, the country's not sticking up to their end of the bargain. We're getting taxed. And then you're giving me a percentage of that back in my taxes. So you're not even attributing that to anything the carbon tax is a loss for me. Well, I think they probably get some money somehow through interest because they take the money from you early. And then they give it back. Get to interest, the, uh, give it back. But you have a good point. Right. Now, the Conservative Party is dead set against the carbon tax. Andrew Scheer going as far as saying he will eliminate the carbon tax when the office. Now, here's the thing. If you're getting billions of dollars through a, a imposed tax and you go into power... Do you think you're going to eliminate that tax and all the revenues that come from it? The thing is that I was reading 
And unless he gets a majority government, which is highly doubtful, he can't. He can't even, even <laughs> if he wanted to, which I'm. That's that's a whole other thing. If he actually really wants to, but yeah. even if he did want to, it wouldn't be possible. Exactly. Which I'm like, oh, man, I'm having a hard time. I'm sorry, Mr. Shear. You know, you don't really have a lot of experience, and you're saying a lot of things, and I think you this reasonably don't have ways to make the things you want to come true come true. So, like, you can sit there and scream from the top of the hill all you want, but if we realistically look at things, and Canadians aren't dumb, you gotta come with something more concrete than just a broken promise. That's all we always get: broken promises. Broken promises. It's I sad. Mean, it's sad that politics is like that. Yeah. When you think of it, it's just really guys vying for their jobs all the time. Yeah, but the jobs <laughs> that they're like, vying for. <laughs> it's the job, that's the whole that's all they do. It's all quite it, a cushy job. I'll, yeah, I'll I get it. That. It's a cushy but they all they do is they lie and deny to get the job. Yeah. And they get in there do and do whatever they got to exactly. do. Exactly. And then every 4 years they start bringing up something else. Um but yeah, it's just a smear fest yeah, basically. Exactly. That's what it is. <laughs> so, looking forward to the debates, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. Right? Trudeau dropped a promise about the uh, whole child benefit. Always a popular topic to talk about, right? Who wants to get more money back for their kids in daycare? But they could have announced this two years ago. Why do they got to wait till now to do it? Well, that's the thing. That's why they wait till now because it's new. Because if they announced it two years ago, by now, everyone's old, like, oh, yeah, whatever. You need you something know? else. But they have to announce it now. So everyone's like, oh, oh, look, he's, he's, he's going to do that. I, I think it it's really hard for the incumbent when he makes a promise now because I'm like, you, well, you had four years. It's not like he had a minority government where you're like, you're back the polls in a year and a half or whatever. Mm-hmm. You had four years, do whatever you wanted. Mm-hmm. That should have been one of the things you wanted to do. Yeah. But here we are. One more thing before we leave this whole politics. There's been reported countries that are trying to influence the Canadian election, a lot like what you heard about the American election. Namely, the countries are China, India, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Iran, and Venezuela. Wow, where did they I come thought, from? I thought they were going bankrupt. Wow. Where did they have money to bankrupt? I guess they have the internet. Or I wonder if it's like a, another foreign power that's using them. Oh, through Venezuela? Yeah. Hey. Hmm. Rerouting their, their hacking. Yeah. But you know what? There's a lot of countries involved in this. In the U.S. election, there's one country? Mm-hmm. Why is there seven countries trying to dabble in this? I don't know. That is I wild. Don't know. But this brings up my recommendation for the week. Nice. I recommend that everybody go and watch on Netflix The Great Hack, which is a documentary based on Cambridge Analytica, which is a company that was involved with Trump's campaign as well as the Brexit campaign and various other political campaigns over the years. And uh, it basically outlines how they've manipulated uh, social media information, like your information, everybody's information. They've manipulated it to get a psychoanalysis of every person. Yeah, every vote, everybody. And it's to a point where, like, in Britain, they've written laws where that's considered psychological warfare. Wow. Yeah. So I, I really suggest you watch it. Once again, it's called The Great Hack. It's on Netflix. Um, it's really something to watch and really think about. And then afterwards, really reevaluate your social media habits and just in general, your your mindfulness of your information and how it's being used. You're going to shut a lot of people off of online with that one. Well, I'm not saying to like shut yourself I, off. I, I'm I, just I, saying to be aware of what's happening. It's really important. <laughs> That you're you are aware of what's happening and how they're trying to manipulate you because they're manipulating you in ways you you probably don't even realize right now. 
The way they use information is yeah. amazing. I'll say yeah. that. It's crazy. Is it time to get into it? <sighs> yeah, you know what? It's time. Let's do it. You know what? Let's Here, do it. Here's start with. I mean, with... I know this was a long time ago, but. What's, I mean, a very long time ago. Bro. Here's, here's my thing. Okay. Well, first, let's break it down. Justin Trudeau, pictures were ex- exposed of him, I guess, um, dressing up as Aladdin, I guess, brown face, and then black face at different places. Now, Justin was a drama major. Okay. In college? In high school? Some At some point. Okay. During his education. So career. this was from uh, 2001. So think of when, like, Dr. Dre dropped 2001 the album. Dun, 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 right? Dun, dun, think of, like, dun, just dun, after dun, 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 Kurt Cobain passed away. It was from back I'm, then. I'm going to say 911. 9-11. 9-11? Yeah, think of 9-11. That's probably the most accurate. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, think of those times. So those are times when these pictures were taken and these things were done. And here we are now in 2019 and it's coming up. Here's mm-hmm. my thing, Mike. What's your thing? In 2015, these pictures existed. Why did no one care in 2015? That's a good question, actually. I know why. Why? Because it wasn't offensive in 2015. Did you watch White Chicks? <laughs> yep. Okay. Did you yeah. think it was offensive? Nope. Did you watch that Chappelle show? I, I definitely watched that. Did, did you think that was offensive? No. No. That's funny. There's a few more examples. Um, two on food. Mm-hmm. People have dressed up and painted their skin for a very long time. Yes. Now... The definition of blackface, because brownface isn't actually a thing. Let's let's yeah, let's okay. start. Brownface is not a thing. When people brought that up, that's media trying to make people get sucked into a situation. And I don't know. Blackface though was the act of an actor back in um, yeah, Jim Crow times. Yeah, okay, fifties, forties. They were dressing up and acting as slaves essentially, and they're painting their face, and then they were. Painting their lips red or white. And exaggerating the size of their lips. Right? Size of the lips, size of the ears. And they were speaking in derogatory language to insult colored people. That's what blackface was. It was the actual art of dressing they were, up. They were portraying or more accurately misportraying. Yes. In theater, by the way. Yes. So my stance is that what Justin did was not blackface by any means necessary. It wasn't brown face because there was no brown face. Was it wrong? Maybe. But no one cared about it as of four years ago. So to bring out something from 20, 2001 and 2019 and say it was wrong back then, when in 2015 we didn't say it was wrong, no one said it was wrong when he did it, can we really hold him accountable today? I think you can hold them accountable, but at the same time, I know what you're saying. Things are different. It's, it's, this is a very, it's a very thin line here. Mm-hmm. So, yes, he is wrong. He was wrong for doing it. Right. But at the same time, what you're saying is basically it was, it was more socially acceptable than it is today. Yes. Which, again, that's a very, it's a very dangerous line to be on, but I do understand your point. I, here's my thing is... In 2015, when he ran the first time, those pictures were there. If everyone yeah. cared, it would have came out. Yeah, and I feel I feel that his team knew that somebody had these pictures, and I think they got ahead of it and they released it themselves. To right. be honest, before because before it came. yeah, because if you think about it, like the way when it was released is a little bit premature. 
ideally, if you were an opposing party and you had these photos. You drop it the photos, week before the election. Exactly. Yeah, makes exactly. sure that's Well, yeah, I guess so. But like, there's there's a lot of people on different sides of the fence of this, and I, I totally yeah. understand it. Yeah, it's a I'm very just, touchy subject. Right. But if you look at what like Trudeau's done for immigrants, or if you look at the time when he's dressing up in garb and doing dances with his entire family and how he believes about immigration and, and all those other things, you can't really say he's a racist. You could say he's insensitive to an issue, but I mean, that was 20 years ago. If we did something last week, then I can be like, yeah, man, he's being insensitive. I don't think he'd make a mistake like that today. Yeah, but also, if you think about it, what about when people dress up in those fat suits or, you know, something like that? Would yeah. that that's going down a whole, the same sure. type of hill, right? Yeah, totally different. Well, same rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know where you guys will go to find out more information on that, but we do want to hear opinions on it. You guys let us know what you guys think. I'm on the, I guess, support Justin's side. Mike's somewhere in the middle. I think Are you in this case. <laughs> undecided? No, I mean, he has to be accountable, but at the same time, I don't think he should be crucified for it. That's right. what I think. You that's what? my sense. That's a great, that's a better stance than mine. <laughs> I should have said Come that. Come on, man. Hold, hold strong to your stance. I should have said that. So let me know about some of these promises that these parties... These, I want to hear some outrageous promises. It's already begun! Yes. So what happens is, guys, they call an election, everyone randomly invents a whole bunch of different crazy I'm going promises. To do this. And they want to fix to do this. the country overnight, which, you know... That's great if it happens, but 99% of the time, guess what? It doesn't happen. So let's start at the beginning. The conservatives, which, you know what? I'll be honest, kind of like the platform. Plan for home affordable ownership. Loosening the mortgage qualification stress test for first-time home buyers. Great. Reintroduce the 30-year mortgage. Great. Started inquiry into money laundering and real estate. Could be great. And uh, make surplus federal land available for housing developments. Those are good things. Hmm. Here's where we went overboard. Andrew Scheer has also announced that by canceling $1.5 billion in corporate welfare, he'll redirect the money back into the Canadian pockets with a series of tax cuts. Tax cuts, eh? $1.5 billion. Tax cuts. I love tax cuts. Right? Let's hear about these That's tax the cuts. Removing the GST from heating. Make maternity benefits tax-free. Okay. A public transit tax would apply at tax time to any transit pass allowing for unlimited travel within Canada. What so, does that mean? So, like, you say you want to take the GO train or you want to take the, um, the VIA rail across the country. Uh-huh. You get a credit on that for unlimited travel. Universal tax cut within the lowest income tax bracket and a children's fitness tax credit. So, if your kid plays soccer, for instance, mm-hmm. you can take 25 bucks off your taxes for it. Here's the thing. billion you're going to take from corporations? Do you think they're going to stand for that? Yeah, no. And that's the people that he's backing. Yeah. Yeah, let's just take their money back. And then what? That's not going to happen. I mean, I know you're not going to do that already. Today. Yeah, we know. Today. Come on. That's not happening. Let's be real. Some of the other stuff, like a $75 tax bracket, okay. You know, don't tax maternity people. Maybe you shouldn't do that in the first place. Mm -hmm. Anyway, let's go with the incumbents, the liberals. They have their own stuff going too. A series of promises from the liberals. This is their home affordability stuff. And expensive ridings, including Toronto, the maximum eligible home price to qualify for the first time home buyer credit would raise $769,000 up from $505,000. Yeah, Yeah, Toronto needs something like that. I think that makes sense. A 1% national housing speculation tax on vacant homes owned by non-resident non-Canadians. Tracking foreign ownership through Statistics Canada and the Canada Mortgage and Housing Corporation. 
that's like you're not gonna do that but what does that mean so they basically want to know how many of the homes are owned by foreign investors so uh people from china people from right. europe that are buying canadian real estate and they're going to tax them because they don't have anyone living in that house or they're airbnb'd out but how would they not know that they should know that but the extra tax on them that's just going to make them stop buying the homes which means half the houses won't be sold which means the whole market will slow down across the country well, I think, but I think they're trying to make it more affordable for people who are here that are actually looking for houses. That'd be great. But if you, you have a house, do you want to make less money on it? No. It's just one of those. Yeah, well, it's good for some people and it's, it's not good for, for right? some people. Exactly. You don't want to hurt the people that have the money and they're investing in the country. And then that kind of tax, it kind of limits on that. Anyway, uh, for daily life, no tax on the first 15000 of income. You earn up to $167,000 a year, which is great. That helps a lot. Now, here's the one that kills me. Hmm. Cut cell phone bills by 25%. Yeah, baby. Like, where did that come from? Was he just sitting at home when he thought of it in the middle that of like, oh like, my gosh. That was like the buck of beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's his buck. That is Justin's buck of beer. That oh, is great. Man. I'll just do a few of these ones. Child care tax cuts. Create 250,000 child care spots for children under 10. That would be great, obviously. Can you do it? Fantastic. Probably not. Like, you know, like it's random. They would have done it already if they could. Introduce an extra 15 weeks of leave for adoptive parents and the top of 35 weeks covered by EI for adoptive parents. So if you adopt a kid, you get your full 50 weeks. That's pretty fair as well. Yeah. Case in point here, like, listen, you already had four years to do all these things. Why are you saying you're going to do it now? That's politics. I guess so. That's Did, politics. Is he holding back? Is that what you're trying to say? You have to save some for when it matters I when you're so. trying to get I, back I guess, in the office. Hey, you can't have this, Canada. We're going to give this to you only if you reelect me. Bring me back and I'll give you these you have other things. to give things. them incentives to reelect. That is crazy. Okay. NDP, making housing more affordable. Rent subsidies up to 5000 for families paying more than 30% of their pre-tax income toward housing, which is like everybody. So, wild. Mm-hmm. Waiving federal GST, HST on affordable housing construction. Reintroducing the 30-year mortgage. So I think that's going to happen no matter what, which is yeah, good. Yeah, it seems like yeah. that's where we're heading. Doubling the home buyer's tax credit to $1,500, which is crazy. The thing about the end, like, where is that money going to come from? It's a good question. Everyone well, buys a house, you give them double the I money think, back? I think the NDP's stance is basically taking from the, the large corporations, taxing them more, yep. and then funneling that money. They're like the Robin They're Hood Robin of, of, They're the Robin of Canadian politics. Of politics. Basically, uh, for workers, give seasonal employees an extra five weeks to bridge the gap between EI and seasonal work. That's extra government money yeah. for EI. Extend sick benefits to 50 weeks and start a pilot project for workers with recurring disabilities. Okay. Give parents the option to take shorter leave at higher income replacement late. That's pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. Allow self-employed people to opt into parental leave. How does that work? You make up a job for yourself and you can just like take leave based on that job. But how are you going to get paid? EI is going to cover that. But even though you didn't put any money into it. That's an interesting concept. Mm. That seems kind of quantum-like. Quantum-y. Last, I have the Green Party. Okay. The Green Party wants to close tax loopholes that benefit the wealthy. Do they? Yeah, they would like to. They would like to end the offshore tax dodging by giving the Canada Revenue Agency funding tools to chase tax dodgers. Interesting. Right. Eliminate all fossil fuel subsidies. Yeah, that sounds very green. Force e-commerce companies like Amazon, Google, and Uber to register locally and pay sales tax. Um, yeah. That realistically, that would not happen because they would be out of the country. Yeah, that's the first. Um, it's it's a nice idea. Yep. But realistically, um, number two, increase corporate tax rates from fifteen percent to twenty one percent. Yeah. For housing, 
building new units. So they, you know, everyone's going to try that. Create yeah. a Canada co-op housing strategy to promote co-op living. Eliminate the first time home buyer grant, which I don't know if that's going to work. Restore tax incentives for building rental housing and creating a tax covenant for gifting lands for the creation of affordable housing. So the Green Party, they have a mandate. I'm going to leave it there. There's more. Lots more. Lots more. Every day there seems to be an announcement. Oh, I have an announcement. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do an extra. To stay on top of it, I think that we have a very good uh, place. uh, City News, Toronto, Uh is very Mm non-biased. So you can go on there and get what every party's saying just straight up, straight from their mouths, and you can make a sound judgment from there. That is my recommended place that you go. I guess you got to check it every day at the election because things keep changing that the same. Every day. It's important to find out exactly what the platforms are, what each party stands for, so you can make an informed decision. And go out and vote. And decide who is going to represent you both in your riding and nationally. Make sure you're informed. Canadian election coming up October 21st. I am looking in the camera right now. Single vote? Votes. Vote. Please vote. Make your voice heard. Make your voice count. Vote and always fill out your uh, what do you call those things when they when they survey you? Yes, fill your census. Census. Out. We're gonna talk about this at some point in a future episode, but the census is super important, even more important than you probably know. It's so powerful. Anyways, election. Election. Should we start with climate change? Or yes. With? Okay. With your your love of your life. Oh, Elizabeth. <laughs> anyway, uh, the climate. Strike hit Toronto, and there were some super popular signs that went up. Did you happen to catch any of them? Did you go, first of all, to the climate strike? Did you skip school? I did school? not. I had work. You so. did not skip school. To go I did not skip work. To no, to I did not. Strike. Okay. I'll just read some of the uh, main signs here. I only, there's only a Fossil few. fool. <laughs> yeah, there's an article in Blog TO, and the article is really good. It throws out some of the best ones there. Andrew Shear as a fossil fool. Is uh, one of the good ones there. Um, Hot girl summer was too hot. One of the the students threw it up there. The earth is hotter than Sean Mendez. Oh, wow. Is Sean Mendez hot? Mm. Is that that a thing? I guess. I know it was a thing. I suppose. Ladies like him. I guess so. I want climate action for my birthday. Two kids that can't write. That's not Yeah, that's that's not real. They want candy and toys. That's fabricated. I like my boys hot, but not my planet. Damn. Right? Basically, the kids went off. Now, yeah. my point was these kids cannot vote. But someone made a good point. A teacher, actually, my brother-in-law, made a point that these are the voters of the future. And if this is the most important thing to them, then people need to take action, take notice now. Oh, yeah, Because sure. these kids are deciding who runs this country a few years down and the line. And the things that they will be the biggest demographic, because naturally, like, yeah. natural human... <laughs> we gonna go, and they gonna be here still. Yeah. Um. So I thought it was super important. And what I actually appreciated was that these kids went out... They were making signs and they're taking action. They weren't just like skipping school and running away. I mean, a lot of kids did that as well, but a lot of kids were out there for the right reasons. Yep. And I was very excited for it. That's good. That's always a good sign when the young people of any country or anywhere yep. really stand up for what they believe in and help shape their future. Yep. So, yeah, that was super exciting. Um, next point Justin Trudeau keeps picking on Doug Ford. Do Why you- not? Do you think this is a valid 
strategy. Why not? I mean, Doug Ford is Doug Ford. I mean, he, <laughs> he likes to uh, meddle. <laughs> meddle and things. Yeah. I actually think this is brilliant. And I'm going to go as far as to say I think this will keep the liberals in office. Here's why. Strategic. Strate- very strategic. But the last majority that the conservatives won was Doug Ford. He was probably the most popular conservative across the country. His approval rating has been basement bottom. Everybody's upset with him. Falling out. So we can successfully say he's doing a horrible job. Mm-hmm. He's having a terrible go of it. So yes. for them to point at Doug Ford and say this is what conservative leadership is like is brilliant strategy. I don't think Canadians can overlook what is happening. The teachers are about to go on yep. strike yep. Um, because of the cuts made by Doug Ford, which, you know, no one likes cuts education as as much as maybe they're needed. Nobody likes new education. And, and I, I'm, I'm saying it was the wrong time for him to do it. So he's done a lot of bad things. Doug Ford cut council, city council in half mm-hmm. mid-election. Yeah, that That's was super costly, right? Yeah. Um, so... His former leadership has been transferred to what a version of Andrew Shear's leadership would be like, and Canadians just don't want that. So yeah. um, I think it's a brilliant strategy. But poor Doug Ford, man. He's just trying to do his thing. Poor Doug Ford? Yeah, he got, he got the job. He's trying to do it. Doug Ford is in no done. way poor. In no <laughs> way whatsoever is he poor. Man, they're just, they're just taking off. I am not sad. He's being I am bullied. not crying. They're bullying. And he said he wants to respond, but he's got to keep quiet. <laughs> Yeah, he does. I mean, yeah, he's in the hot water. So like, he just he can't even defend himself. It's a tough spot for him to be in. But you know what I'm waiting for? What are you waiting for? The Doug Ford blow up. It's yeah. gonna happen before voters go to the polls. He's gonna blow well, up. Well, I think maybe the liberals are trying to time it out yeah. for that to happen. They're just prodding him, poking him, yep. poking him, and then they're gonna give them that nice joke. I truly believe like, probably like three days before the election. He's going to come out and explode. Oh, my God. They're probably counting on it. Okay, one more thing. Conservative candidate Bob Soroya. Did I say that right? Soroya. Running in the Markham Stouffville riding has put out a flyer which denounces refugees. He's calling irregular border crossers fake refugees and illegals. He's saying 90% of irregular border crossers have the request to stay delayed, and nearly half of them have criminal records. Any one of those things in itself, first of all, is incorrect, but second of all, is highly aggressive politics that I don't think works anymore in the kind of society that we're in. This one flyer had three of them, all, <laughs> all debunked in an article on Global News, which, you know, that's rough. But also, how do you think people will believe these politics would work in any riding? I don't know what some of these guys really think about. Do they have like a team that sits down at a table and hey, strategizes? Like, yeah, you know what? Let's make a flyer that says this, this, and this. And let's let our let our platform be this. Let's put your picture there and stand by it. <laughs> Everyone's gonna vote for you. I don't know. I'm not a fan. I don't know how to say yeah, it. that. That is ill-fated uh, strategy and right there. As this election goes on, I'm thinking, how can you vote conservative? That's a good question. I mean, I don't want to tell people, people how what to vote. To do. But I mean, I don't want to say the writing is the wall. What I'm saying is that when we talk about liberal scandals, we're talking about 
you know, societal things that maybe aren't right. When we talk about conservative scandals, we're talking about like that's not right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like that's not right. Not. And I don't know. I'm I'm not sure. Even if I wanted, I believe in conservative values. To go to the polls or to to publicly say that I support someone who believes that those things that are not true. That's kind of tough. Don't worry, we got you. Can be heard on anchor.fm slash mindwaydown and on Parkdale Radio. Interact and contact us via Instagram and Twitter at mindwaydown.